Okay, here we go. I just got scared. Okay, we are on the Rambam. We're in the middle of Perikhafalev. We are trying to analyze the Pasuk of Vayavor Hashem Alpanov. Hashem passed before Moshe's face. And we gave five definitions for passing. And let's scroll more. More. Okay, Ulafizos. Oh, here we are. So the fifth one that we gave. Where am I here? The fifth one that we gave was the idea of a diversion, where like we used the example from Yonasan, uh, um, who sent the arrow out, and uh, he said, it's beyond you. So you're diverting the real intention with something else. So when, even though he said the arrow's beyond, so he diverts the mind of the squire to think that's what it means, but it really means something else. So now, See where it's the Ulafizos, right? Right. You got don't even move it. It's right there. It's right at the top. Ulafi, you see the word Ulafi? <laughs> Too bad you can't see where I'm pointing. Right there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you gotta get used to the Ulafizos based on this way of using the word. So I explain the word like this. So the simple meaning would be, and Hashem passed before his face. So who is his face? Whose face? Moshe. That's what you think it is. But since Vayavor means something else, so it means, when the word Bifanov on the word face it is applying shove low, it's referring Yisala to Hashem. We'll see how this works. Now, it's going to be what he's really going to say is Hashem created a diversion on, on his own face. Now, don't think I'm crazy for saying this, says the Rambam. <laughs> and that's the same thing. That the Gemara in Rosh Hashanah, Yudzayin Abayz, that I showed you yesterday, when it says Hashem wrapped himself as a talus, in a talus as it were, that's what he's referencing. So Hashem wrapped himself in a talus. What kind of expression Hashem wrapped himself in a talus, like a chazan? So the idea being, when you wrap yourself in a talus, you cover your face. Now obviously Hashem doesn't have a face. We'll later on discover what the word face means, but, you know, his essence and things like that. So it's already the Gemara saying that the word Panav is referring to Hashem and not to Moshe. Ki Panav zeh shav lo This Panav in the Gemara Rosh Hashanah is referring to Hashem. All right? Vim And even though it might be used in, in Agados, and it, we're not, it's not our place to get into Agados. <laughs> but that strengthens us a little bit according to what we're saying. The you panov, and the word panov, the object is kinui hakodesh baruchu. To hakodesh baruchu. So Hashem made, so vayavor Hashem, Hashem created a diversion al panov over his face. The diversion is that Moshe wanted to see Hashem's face, but Hashem will not let him see the face. Now, let's explain the Pasuk. Be'er zeh, we're up to that, u'be'er zeh, good. 
And this explanation, that way it looks to me, Moshe wanted one kind of comprehension, where he said, show me your kavod, and that's the nickname of seeing the face. That's what he means. I want to see your face. Whatever this, we'll see what this means shortly. Therefore, when Hashem said, but you can't see my face. So now what happens? So Hashem promised him, you'll get something inferior to what you want. And this is what it says when Hashem says, you'll see me from the back. When he says, and you will see my back. Okay, we'll explain what that means. And I explained all this in Mishnah Torah. So let's scroll a little more. And what? guess what the next source is? Mishnah Torah. What? The Rambam. Hilchus Yisodei Torah. Which we learned, oh, no, maybe 13 years ago, whatever. So now, so let's see what he says here. What is it that Moshe wanted to comprehend? Kishomer said, Show me your covenant. He wanted to know, He wanted to know the true reality of Hashem. What does that mean? It will be clear in Moshe's heart. Just like it's so clear when you see a person's face. And the face is etched into his heart. That this person appears clearly different than anybody else. So I look at all your faces. So I look at Romeo's face. I'm getting a good look at Romeo's face. The exact, um, the fact he wears glasses, the shape of his nose, the shape of his ears, the shape of his smile, whatever. And, you know, now I got it in my, now if I will see him with a thousand people, boom, I'll recognize him. Now, of course, Hashem doesn't have a face, but this is a, a, now I know exactly Romeo is distinct from everybody else in the world. I just had a look for him for a second, but I got good long-term memory. And that's Romeo, and he's different than everybody else in the world. So similarly, he wanted to understand the existence of Hashem to be totally different from anything else that exists. That he comes to understand the true existence of Hashem as it is. I want to be able to understand you. Now this is again not seeing Hashem, but to understand Hashem in a way that is nothing else can any ever come to what he is. It's not possible for a human being combined with a body and soul to really understand this clearly. You just can't. But but Hashem did tell him, begin give him now to Hashem that nobody before or after Moshe ever had. Wow. Until he was able 
to distinguish Hashem from other creatures, but not with Hashem's essence, but how? Or let's say the example was, I want to see your face like I see his face. His face is different than everybody else. He's saying a little bit different. Now, if I would ask Romeo to turn around and I would look at the back, I would see certain things about his back. Uh, broad shoulders, maybe, I don't know, I haven't really focused on his back. But maybe like his, maybe his head tilts in one little direction. There was one guy in yeshiva, I remember, one guy in yeshiva. This is Cleveland? Yeah, you could tell the guy a mile yeah. away, even though you couldn't see. He had a certain walk, walk. that was like so, so, like, distinctive. Yeah. Distinctive. It was, and it wasn't even friends with, with me. But when you saw the guy from across the field, now, listen, everybody's wearing a black hat, a black jacket, and a, you know, so from a distance, everybody looks the same. That guy's walk, you boom, you spot him, and oh, that's him. That's him. So the same thing over here he's going to say, that when a person now sees him from the back, he said, that's, he's different than everybody else. Scroll a little more down. That's what Hashem said. You'll see my back, you will not see my front. So what Hashem, now what does that mean? He still hasn't explained it clear enough. So we take a look now at, we're continuing now. So that still has to be explained some more. We'll get to that. And really the next, now we're back into the Mora Nevuchim. We're just continuing the next section. And now he's going to explain what this idea means. So he says, So now he said, Hashem concealed from him He concealed that comprehension that's called Panim and he, what do you call it, diverted him to something else. You wanted to see that, but you're not going to see that. Klomar. And here is the back. This is what the back means. To know the behaviors that are associated with Hashem. And what is that? Hashem, Hashem, Kelrachum, Vachanun, Er. In other words, Hashem said to Moshe, You can't know what I am, but you can know what I do. That's what you and that, what and what I do is distinctive from everybody else. Such as, as we've said many times, yes, all of us in this room can do kindness, but nobody can do God's divine kindness. That is head and shoulders beyond anybody else, and that is so distinctive. Hashem does a chesed; you don't even know He's doing it. For example, now of course we could try to emulate Hakadosh Baruch Hu. That's a real trick. But even if we emulate, it's not going to be to His full level. But clearly, when we look at anybody who does chesed in the world, there's a certain way how it's done. Divine chesed, divine mercy, all these attributes, it's way beyond what anybody else can do. And that's the idea of the back, which we'll see later on. We're going to look at more devuchim later on. That's why it's what back is. But that's what the back means. So Hashem, Moshe wants, I want to see Hashem straight on. The face, you know, the, the core of all those actions. So you can't see that. That's you can't comprehend it. Of course, there's nothing to see. It's a question of comprehension. Says so you can't comprehend it, but you can comprehend the things I do that are divine. That you can comprehend. So we have a whole new meaning now when we do slichas. 
Yeah, well, we're not finished yet. Oh, so that's what happened. Hashem passed before his face. He missed, what do you call it? He he diverted him from that. So he, and now he called. And that's where the Gemara says he wrapped himself in a talis. So he can't see the face, but you could see the attributes of Hashem. That's why we do it immediately. Okay. Same term. It seems like a lot of different characterizations. Come on, Shavaris, I will explain. For Omri and I say, Helimimeno, when it says he concealed, so I mean, Kizos hasoga nelemes nimnas petiva. No human intellect is able to understand this. And now he says a whole new point over here. For Shekal Adam Shalim, Anybody who's a really solid, perfected intellect. If he's able to comprehend what his mind can understand. A high, lofty degree of understanding. Now he wants an understanding beyond that even. What's going to happen? Either his intellect is going to be broken... Oh, Yamas is going to die. And that's a reference to the four people who went into the Pardes. And Rabbi Akiva said, be careful. Now, the Pardes wasn't just an orchard. They were getting into the deepest, deepest of Kabbalah, where they're getting to ideas that their minds will not be able to accept. So what happened? One of them went Meshuga. Right? Went Meshuga. Just went Meshuga. The other one died. The third one, what's left? What's another bad? Converted. Yeah. No. Okay. No, yeah, he, yeah, Acher, Acher. He went off the derech. Only Rabbi Akiva lived. Only he lived. So this is a dangerous pursuit. Kamo Shaver, as I will explain in another one of the chapters, there's only one way you ain't going to go down. Ella imi lava a love azer loki. Unless Hashem accompanies you with divine assistance. And where do we see this? It's in this Pasuk over here. Because what does Hashem say he's going to do? It says, kapai. I'll place my hand over you out of re until I pass. What does that mean? He says, you're going to get something new. But you're going to get something new can kill you. So I got to make sure that you don't see everything. And... Um, with divine assistance, you'll survive. So Rabbi Akiva survived. Now, if, Martin, if you want to look on the next page and the commentary, so there's a lot of discussion. What does it mean that Hashem, because it seems to be a contradiction. It says, you'll only survive if Hashem helps you. Now, that sounds to be like a positive se- sentence. Hashem helps you. It's a positive sentence. But then he says the passage, I'm putting my hand upon you, where it seems Hashem is closing him off. So what does that mean? So the commentary is being four different interpretations. I'll just say it quickly. It's four different ways. It, it all includes Siyata Deshmaya, and maybe they're all correct in their different ways. But he brings from the Ephodi, he says what Hashem, the way he helps you is he helps your nature that your nature will be able to not get damaged. In other words, he gives a little switch of your mind's way of looking at things so it won't get damaged by seeing it. 
That's in a positive way. On the other hand, others will say it's a prevention where he just doesn't allow him to get to areas that he cannot really understand. Okay? In other words, he, that's what we've been learning, that he conceals from him that where you're going to go too far, Hashem conceals it from him, and uh, and, uh, and, and and that's kind of a negative. Hashem doesn't give him everything he wants. Uh, some say it's removing the the blocks, the physical blocks that you have. That's a positive. In other words, some Hashem helps you that you don't look at things so physical and you can see it in another way. And others say a grape shot. The last one, the Siva says, what's the real problem? When Hashem, you have a normal spiritual way of seeing this, then Hashem gives you a higher way of seeing it. You know what the problem is? When the vision leaves, what happens? You fall back. And once once you've been to that other place, you can't live in that lower place anymore. Once, once you're at nirvana, you just can't live a regular life anymore. So what did Hashem do? So Hashem made it that that level of Ruach Kodesh never stopped. He got, to, usually you get a high level, and come down, but it's usually not such a drastically high change. What Moshe wanted was way beyond. So Hashem says, I can give it to you, but not not uh, all that, but even what he gives him is, 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 is too much. Yeah. can never be the same. You never can't live same. a normal life. You really changed after this. You can't live a and normal life you once you know this. So guess what? From that moment, he couldn't be with his wife anymore. Why? But why? Because Hashem kept him on the level. If you remember way, way in the beginning of the introductions, we said that Hashem gives you some knowledge. Sometimes it's like a lightning bolt that goes in. And sometimes it's the thing just stays forever. And that's with Moshe Rabbeinu. So that could be the Shat and the Shmayat. Once you hit a certain level, Hashem keeps you at that level so you don't have that crushing fall that can destroy you. Okay. So that takes care of that. Now, now just this part, I'm going to jump quickly. Tomorrow in Vuchim Lamed Ches, we're just to discuss what Achor means. He says, you can only see me from the back. So what does Achor mean? So he says, it's a Shem it's a homonym, who Shem Hagav, it's first the back, back, the back, or Achor Mishkan, the back of the Mishkan, Vateitze Hachanis Meacharav, the spear came out from behind him. Okay, so that means back. It's physical back. Hugam, what do we say? Hugam came klihasman, a utensil of time. Binyan achra, meaning afterwards in time. For and after him, lo come come Nobody came up like him. Achar hadvarim Okay, so that's with time. Then, the also. The Indian, let's go up a little bit more. You see the English over here too. The Indian hahem shech acharatover. It means also the idea of following a thing that's there. Valachas bedarche midos ish echad, and to follow the principles of one other, such as acharei Hashem elokechu telechu. Go after Hashem. Now you're not following Hashem, but you're following His principles. Acharei Hashem yelchu. Go after Hashem. So we can say. After Hashem, how can you be behind Hashem? Go after his will. <coughs> and follow his will. 
You follow the leader and follow what he wants. Now that's not time and that's not space. That's conceptual to go after his ways. So, or of uh, and conduct yourself with his midos. Halach achertzav. Okay? Walk after the command. The, what does he say? Walk after the the uh, commandment. After the commandment. So it means to say, That's what you could see my behind. Tossing, you'll understand. What comes after me? That's similar to me. What I want. When I created all of you, I want you to do, follow what I want you to do. So you'll see my back. You'll see how to follow me. And that fits into the 13 attributes of mercy. That's how you should follow in my behavior. So that's what the back means over there. Is there anything after that? I think, scroll, scroll. Is there anything more? Or I think that's it for today. Scroll, more? Uh, okay, so n- that is his interpretation. Very nice. What he's going to do, and we'll do on Sunday, Targum Yonasan gives a whole other understanding, which is not contradictory to the Rambam. And the Rambam's going to say, it's also okay. And what you're going to see is a monumental Chiddush. And what the Chiddush is, so far we've been attributing who was the one who championed the idea that we cannot uh, associate any corporeality with Hashem? The Rambam. The Rambam was the one who, who, who said that, and he got lots of criticism. The Ravid, others, and Rambam said the guy is a mean if he believes Hashem is physical anyway. And we're going to find out on Sunday, the Rambam didn't come up with that Chiddush. It came from the Targum Yonas and Benazio a thousand years before, did the same thing. And you'll see it in the way he explains the Pesukim over there. So that's going to be for next Sunday. By the way, just to let you know in advance, because you guys are all well-prepared guys, next Monday was no class. We have Paul's wedding. I imagine some of you will be at that wedding. So is everybody? Well, you're there. Okay. You're there, Mark? Yes. Yeah, okay. So be no class on Monday. All right. Yashir Kayak, everybody. But Sunday there is. Sunday there is.